Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. 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 This is Los Angeles. Where we going? Westward, What's the word? Can I speak to Greggy? Yeah, I'm here. How are you? How you doing, Greggy? I'm doing good. Judging by the entrance, I can tell this is going to go left. So what's up? Well, I wanted to talk to you today, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing like, nothing like too serious, right? Oh, boy. Let me, let me straighten up myself. Um... I got a couple of questions for you. You are now on the hot seat, and I did not give you these questions ahead of time because oh, I know okay. I know what makes a phenomenal podcast. Niggas act like they don't send scripts out, right? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because some of these answers be too swift, too quick. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Too, 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 too good, right? Okay. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to just get your real time reactions because that's what we got to do. Okay. Well, I'm here. You want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, I'm the black dude, Greg. Everybody who doesn't know me, they should. Host the Young Black and Bother podcast um, on all your social media platforms. I'm probably somebody that you've seen either on TikTok or Twitter say something either disrespectful or something you didn't like, but you enjoyed it because you liked it. Um, and I'm a friend to Baylor, technically family. Shout out to Baylor. But yeah, I'm here. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just want to say this uh, as a person that follows your content, I say you do a phenomenal job. Uh, it's all natural. You know what I'm saying? It's authentic. And I want to say, man, keep going. I got some I got some wisdom words from my boy Tahoe. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, to the So Shameless podcast. I'm high. It was it's, that essence was really fucking me up right there. But he gave me some words <laughs> of wisdom or whatever. And the one thing that stood out is he said. He said, you're not regular. And that that's probably the best compliment I got in my whole yeah. life, right? So I just want to say, man, uh, through these past couple of weeks, I've been having my mental vacations and stuff like that and, and dealing with a lot of stuff and a lot of future things that's coming up. And I want to say, anytime you want to talk to somebody, you need an ear, you need somebody to vent to and stuff like that, um, you know how how us brothers got to stick together. So I want to say, anytime you need somebody to talk to, you can always call Drake because you're a Celtics fan. Fuck them niggas. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is how we gonna start. All right. So fine. So, since, since hey, you thought it was sweet, this nigga. Yeah. So since we starting with your platform, let me just say this. Um, for anybody who's listening, I know Stone probably listening. Um, Greg, it's probably now that Braun is rocking the baldy, I might have to do it next because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of fading. But you know what? I'm trying to keep it as sexy as I can possibly do it. Mm-hmm. That is the only compliment I'm going to give to the Los Angeles Lakers. And the okay. reason why is because um, on paper, y'all are garbage. Historically, y'all are good. Hey, so, man. I, What's up yeah, with all the hatred? Um, th- there's no hatred. Um, as a Celtics fan, somebody be like, dang, black dude, Celtics fan, whatever. Live with it how you live. But when it comes to the Lakers, love the players from the Lakers organization, eh, kind of shoddy. But right now, as we speak, your Los Angeles Lakers are like a 10 seed hey, on did either you, conference. Did you know, like, technically, you look this up. First of all, you're not far from the truth, all right? Second mm-hmm. thing is, a Boston Celtics fan is like the same thing as an Oreo cookie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what a Celtics fan yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, just, just think, but just think about like how it is to like be a Lakers fan. Like people uh-huh. are like, oh yeah, it's like a winning organization. Like, but for a while y'all were like Dallas. Y'all were like the Cowboys. It's hey, like, yeah, y'all, y'all are America's y'all team. Y'all ain't, y'all, like, no, y'all ain't got no documentary that everybody watching on TV right now. Yeah, but, but you want to know why? Docu- you want to know why? The documentary is <laughs> not about the, that, that, the history. That documentary that y'all got coming come with a little bit of racism. Whoa! Yeah. That 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 is true. Boston has a lot of racism and it coleslaw. Does. And, oh, 
and, and that as well. But like for the, the great state that is California, like y'all already have conflict because everybody is like kind of like dick hopping. You're like, all right, cool. We're going to be the Warriors fans for two seasons. And outside of you and like nine other people that are like also podcasters, I ain't going to say no names, but they are Lakers fans and they've been Lakers fans for a while. And I can attest to that. I can, you know, believe in that. But after y'all won the bubble championship, something like clicked in my head. And I was like, you know what? These niggas is bogus. And I was trying to figure it out. And I was like, oh, like they really thought like Anthony Davis was going to be the guy. Like, even though he wasn't the guy anywhere else, he was just like the star. It's like, cool, like whatever. But when it comes to Lakers fans, it's like, okay, y'all just need everything. So imagine having all the pieces y'all have. And then y'all have mediocre seasons. So I have a hot take, if you don't mind me just saying it to you live on your show, because I think this is going to come to fruition. Um, I feel like Russ, if he stays with the Lakers, or even if he doesn't, he's going to end up being the comeback player of the year. Because that's the only thing that he's missing right now, in my personal opinion. He's going to have the comeback player of the year. And if the Lakers, just by chance, end up in the NBA Finals and win, I think Russ is going to get the MVP. Okay. I like that hot take. Outside of that, though, just because I said that does not mean that I expect y'all to beat Boston. Now, if Boston somehow just pulls a Boston and loses to Brooklyn, I would love for y'all to beat KD and Kyrie Irving because y'all are not beating Boston in six games or five. But that's a story for another day. And I would put some money on that for anybody who is listening. Oh, spicy. A little bit of spice there. Okay. All right. That's enough rivalry chatter for the moment Mm -hmm. uh we see where our loyalty lies loyalty 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 but greggy you're here to not only share your experience in life i got certain questions that's going to help you describe what's going on in greggy's head okay oh boy now i got a seven piece wing question activity and etc for you you ready i'm ready number one i need you to pick three podcasts and or podcasters that can compete with you in a versus battle now what do you mean by versus battle btg well i mean shows episodes could you put up 10 to 20 episodes against somebody else's 10 to 20 episodes and say smoking they boats mm. but mm. it's also a healthy competition so look not you can say you can smoke they boots blow them out 20 bank thing you know past the controllers past the sticks but mm. you can only pick the ones that you think is worthy of being on stage with you the ones okay. that you'd be like I smoke they boots, but they are dope enough to actually go against me because I'm not opening up my catalog just to anybody. It's a lot of niggas out there that I listen to that I appreciate when it comes to their podcast game, but that don't mean you can stand on the same stage as me. Ooh. Mm. Okay. Oh, boy. See, you're going to make me get some enemies, but that's fine. You, um, you got so, plenty of them. And then number I, one, the number one is, is Diddy. Oh, yeah. Well, see, that's his fault. I had nothing to do with that. I ain't going to say that on air, but we, we're going to talk about that on, on another episode. So let me just get straight to it. Uh, podcast number one is crew season. I feel like a lot of our earlier episodes gave me a lot of like, how can I put it? like recognition when it came to like crew season? We used to podcast just like them. And if we kind of held up that prestige, you know, to now would be where cruise season is that being said they are a really good show and i listen to it i'm like oh there's going to be a lot of podcasters who actually try to emulate that even though there may have been other podcasts before them like the pre-game straight out of low cash and stuff like that straight out of low cash is 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 definitely hall of fame podcast work i'm just gonna put that out there right now and shout out to the cruise season for having a dope name y'all need to holler at me i don't know if y'all know me and y'all should absolutely but you know holler at me i got some merch ideas for you Crew season. Absolutely. Um, number two podcast that I know we can compete with is Opinions While Black. Um, I feel Yo, like. Opinions While Black. I, first of all, that's a dope name, too. I just want to say. 
Absolutely. Uh, Mainly because it's kind of like the same category. We talk about a whole lot of black shit, news, sports, entertainment, stuff like that. So it'd be a good, healthy, you know, conversation between our show and theirs. But more importantly, like I would just have to find one co-host that I would want to do that show with. Now, when you say black shit, what do you mean by that? When I say black shit, the things that people are no longer comfortable talking about on Twitter. Twitter is no longer a safe space. That's what podcasts are for. Um, like you, you know, when you and I first met, you told me that your podcast was like a time capsule, and I've taken that and applied that to everyday life. So when I listen to other people's podcasts, regardless of how unsafe their commentary might be, it always feels like they're in their bubble, they're in their time capsule, and once they press record, that's their true selves, and that's what I like. So when I would go to, you know, one-on-one with Opinions While Black, I know for a fact that they would be just as funny, just as entertaining, but more importantly, like, they ain't going to be better than us, but they're going to be just as good. So that's number two. Okay. All right. What's your last one? And number three, number three, absolutely is forget that, yo. Okay. I've internally had a beef in my head with their podcast and their goddamn audio quality. I hope they hear this. I hope they understand it. Yeah, some, the, the yeah sometimes them niggas don't be on point. And then Stone... No, 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 no. And then, no, no, and then no. Stone, his uh his internet service. Like, he, I think he got the Golden Girls package. No, that, for me, they might have the top three best audio outside of not lately not 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 within like the past 20 episodes they got some uh some macgyver put the shit together type of audio no but they do but you're right though they usually you know they shooting about they shooting about 91 percent from the free throw line when it comes to Mm. uh sound quality but they had some uh smush parkers before yeah, they they've had some bad, but we all have had bad ones. It's like, all right, you know, you record from not a hotel me, or something like that. Well, not not you, of course, but when it comes to like, uh, I always forget dudes like actual actual name, but creative bully, right? So when he produces a show, that's how I expect a podcast to be done. It's, um, it's when done very that, well. He has AIDS. Yeah. Well, see, you know what? <laughs> I, outside of the reason why I would make it a competition is because that would be one of the few podcasts that would actually make my show better like every, every time i listen to the show i'm like oh like they can take four weeks off because they've done it but then they drop like four straight heaters and it's like oh like that's good i remember during the pandemic he was like you know what we're gonna keep to the zoom limit we're gonna do this little 59 minutes and then we're just gonna give them the premium content and then he realized he's like no we want more and he started dropping more i just need him to know like i'm i'm with all the smoke bruv and, and send me hey, yo, and send me the premium uh, password too. Like, come on, well, dog. Here's, here's, here's the thing: my premium content on there, I actually still pay for it. Mine ended up getting hacked. I told Stone, I was like, "Yo, like, I'm not getting the premium fee anymore." And you know how when it says like you have a compromised password, it tells you the website. Yeah, it's theirs. So Damn. also, I feel like if. If they both want to do a podcast every week, uh-huh. they're actually going to pass Bodega Boys. That's why they're on my list, like number one in the top three. Okay, I I, I love it and I hate it because I was like, yo, like that's that's the competition, but those are also kind of like my peers and my friends. So it's like, all right, I I want to not be like them, but be better. So yeah, that's my competition. my competition, especially not in basketball. Yeah. Oh, so we'll see. <laughs> Here's the issue with basketball, because Baylor, I, I've I've heard you pulling up on people with flip flops on, saying, you know what, you know, you came out with the little ankle weights from the East Bay magazine. I'm like, all right, what, what is this man? I'm doing? different. Like, you coming? Yeah, we gotta watch you. You got you dangerous. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I gotta get in shape, but I'm not. Greggy, number two. Mm-hmm. Give me two pros and cons of the cancel culture. Ooh, um, mm. Two pros. Be careful, cons. careful. Oh, um, whew, this this gonna be a bad one. You definitely get me canceled. So, two cons of it. I'll start with the cons. One, um, I think we're starting to gatekeep culture that we no longer actually need to hold on to anymore. As a black community, it's like. We everything I get it like starts ends and is us cool. We the culture cool, but it's like some shit. Are like, oh, you can let that go? 
like people trying to like still like claim FUBU. It's like, weren't we the same one saying we weren't rocking that shit? Same thing with, you know, Tommy Hilfiger, gatekeep, you know, gatekeep that for a while. Just like, all right, at some point, like it's becoming a con. So that's number one for me. Also, um, cancel culture, social media. Everybody got a voice and not a lot of people know what the fuck they're talking about. That was the downfall and the uprise of Clubhouse. Um, and now people are podcasters, I guess. But a lot of people have a lot to say with nothing to say. So when it comes to cancel culture, my personal opinion, the biggest con is like everybody's getting canceled, but nobody's canceled. They canceled Dave Chappelle for like four months and then he put out like five straight specials and they still watch that shit. So are we really canceling people? Or are we just like having like outrage that's fake for no reason? Did so you, that's did you, did you, uh, did you cancel Sabrina, Sabrina Claudia? I don't even know who that white woman is. Never heard of this man. All right. Well, I don't know. She cute. I've never heard a song, but the pros. What? um, Yeah, I've I've never heard of Sabrina Claudio, which is sad because if she's is she like is she actually white or is she like of like ethnic like background like what like what is she? I don't. I think she just she full white. She full. uh, So so exactly. What do we can't? You know what? I don't even want to know because it's probably gonna be bad. No, they go find those old tweets, big dog. Oh. Can I add a third con? Like, stop. Cancel culture really goes back in the history of people. Like, people can't fucking change. Mm -hmm. That shit disgusts me. It's like, bro, like, it's like 2022. Don't you think it should be like a timeline on when a nigga should change, though? No, no. Because you can't can't be an asshole for 60 years. And then, like, at 61, you decide, you know what? I'm I'm not going. I'm I'm, going to change. No. Like, you could be who you were. And still grow from that shit. And I think that's the large portion of hate that I have for social media. Like, leave them old fucking tweets up. Let the world know, like, yo, like, that's how I used to be and I've changed. There are going to be some dickheads who just honestly are just, like, naturally negative about everything. How do you so grow out of a that. prostitute? You become an escort? Um, It, it just depends. I, I thought you just put Lincoln bio and you put OnlyFans. Like, that's growth right there. That's how you produce. Like, that's evolving. So, if you go into a situation where... You evolve, leave that old shit up. All my tweets from 2009, 2010, that you, Drake, Shan, decided that y'all were going to have a field day looking at when I was out here telling women I wanted to, you know, do some real strange stuff to them. I was like, all right, cool. They're going looking at the old tweets. I ain't going to delete them, though. They staying forever. Forever, ever. As they should. As they should. As they should. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um... We on the number three, right? Oh, uh, I forgot the other pro. The, the pro, uh, yeah, yeah, what's the pro? Yeah, the the pro of cancel culture is um, we aren't entitled to like people. That that's a really big pro um, because we didn't like the baby for like a month and then we liked him again, uh, and more importantly, like the Lakers, like you know they can do bad and then you know they do good and everybody forgets about it. So cancel Aye, culture don't exist. Spicy, so, yeah. You know it. Spicy. Okay. All right. Number f- number three. We're on number three. Number three. I need you to describe New York, L.A., Chicago, and Atlanta. Hip-hop okay. with one word. So we're going to start with New York. Describe New York hip-hop with one. No, no, no. I take that back. Take the hip-hop part off. Don't even think about don't even think about music. Mm-hmm. I need you to describe the city of New York in one word. Thames. L.A. Damn. Um, how can I describe L.A. L.A. or California? Because I don't know how y'all classify yourselves. L.A. If, if, if we're gonna say L.A., um, colors. Chicago. War and Atlanta questionable. Woo! Good job. They don't catch you for that. They gonna cancel you for that one. Uh, we're mm-hmm. on to number four. One of these is true. So here's the thing. I'm gonna throw out three. <laughs> oh boy. Two. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. One of these statements are real. Mm-hmm. 
The other two are fake. Mm -hmm. One of these is true. You've played in the NBA recently. You have a four CD collection of midget soft porn. You've had a stripper smegma on your white tee before. Which one of those are true? Okay. Uh, I swore we wanted to talk about this on the air, man, but it's okay. Um, two actually are true. Yeah, so, so you do got the, uh, you do got like a, uh, the four chapter midget soft porn. Well, well, here's, here's the thing. There, there, there was a, a phase in my whole phase where I was like, you know what, like, you know, let me just see what it is. You ever like just go down your algorithm, like, all right, like, cool, like, you know, what was that, uh, Little Women Atlanta? I looked and I was like, ah, it, it wasn't for me though. It wasn't for me, so I moved on real quick. But you actually need to give me back the DVDs that you said that you couldn't find your DVD player for. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just send you the Xbox with the Blu-ray version, and then you can just hold on to those. That's not true. All right. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. Um, you don't want to have to, you know, real briefly want to share anything about the Smegma? Sure. Um, because why not? Um, once upon a time when I was a hoe, I was hanging out with a chick. Um, we pretty and when I say a party talking about an adult like party that like one of those mansion parties that people have different rooms for different activities. I won't get into the details, but we went to the said mansion. We go to the mansion, had a little bit of fun, had too much to drink. I passed out. Now anybody who knows me knows I'm like a really big like hat person. So I always wear hats wherever I go. Uh, I wore a hat. Um, This one was one of those like, what do you call it? Like the Bass Pro Sports type of hats where it's like regular in the front and it has like a little mesh in the back or whatever. Long story less long, I pass out and I wake up in the basement and there is a guy and his girl or a guy and a girl and me and the girl. So both of us, the girl and I fell asleep and the couple in front of us decided that they were going to have sex. The dude, I guess since it was pitch black, I'm making excuses here. He was looking for something to actually clean himself off with. Not knowing my hat was there and he grabbed the hat and I can let Baylor speak for me when I say it's probably one of the worst experiences I've ever had to deal with. Because, no, I did not take the hat home. No, I did not keep the hat. The girl that was with me said, yeah. When I asked, where's the hat? She's like, yeah, I don't think you want that anymore. To which every time I tell the story, usually it's a little bit more longer or longer than this story. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically when he says smegma or, you know, dick cheese, whatever you want to call it, um, that happened that night. And ever since then, I no longer go to, you know, sleep over at anybody's house. I don't spend the night and shit like that because I don't know what you freaks are capable of, you know, capable of. That being said, that is the story of the smegma and the hat. Shout out to the horny squatters. Now, look, this is the crazy thing. This is the cold part about it. <laughs> Everybody out there that's laughing. The cold part about it is that was a story he told you that I wasn't really talking about. I was actually talking. I was actually referring to the stripper who left a stain oh. on his white tee in the club. Oh. So we just got a two for one deal. <laughs> going yes, on right yes, you did. All right, now I had a drink beforehand, so I might as well just tell a story too. It's on air. Um, so basically, this wasn't a once upon a time when I was a whole story. Um, I went to Florida, uh, Fort Lauderdale, exactly. We went to a place called Coco's. My cousin Tim and I. Shout out to Tim. We go to this place called Coco's, and at this time, I was wearing white T-shirt, like khakis with the pockets, because that was, you know, cool at one point. And I had on the penny copper foams. That's what the outfit was. I actually still have a photo to this day. We'll talk about that later. Um, going to Coco's, you know, most of the places in Florida, like those strip clubs, just like Atlanta, they serve foods. They have chicken wings. They have, like, pizza, stuff like that. So the strippers are walking around, you know, shaky butts, eating pizza, eating wings and shit like that. Long story less long, I get my lap dance and the girl's dancing. She's doing her thing and everything. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, whatever. Lights come on. It's time to go out for the night. It's time to kick everybody out. Tim says, yo, we got to change your shirt. I say, what's wrong with the shirt? To which he says, you need to look at it. I look down at it and 
what was supposed to be stripper glitter was more so stripper goo. I what you call it? Now, spicy hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I say stripper goo, I didn't know. I didn't know if she like did something like you know didn't bathe or whatever the fuck this was, but. She, I guess, while she was dancing on me, the bottom of my shirt had a little bit of a stain, Ooh. and I didn't put that stain there. And the instant flashback I got was, okay, maybe she dropped like a chicken wing or something, like in my lap. I was like, but this chick wasn't eating. So what the fuck? Like, what is this? At that point, I realized that not all strippers wipe front to back, side to side, or just wipe at all. And uh, ever since that day, I have said no more shitty situations. So when anybody asks me if I'm going to the strip club, I usually tell them either I'm going to be the designated driver or I just tell the, you know, the exotic dancer, the lady, just not to touch me. I'm still kind of traumatized about that shit. It's probably going to be somebody's funniest moment on, you know, BTG for president. But my word of advice to anybody, rule number one, no white shirts at the strip club, period. Rule number two. If they're serving food, don't eat it there. Don't take it out. Just go eat somewhere else. And number three, this rule is honestly just like do the lap dance near a little bit of light so you can know what she working with, but more importantly, what she don't have on her. So those are my you know three amendments when it comes to going to the strip club and the stripper goo. There's a hole in my heart that's deep as a well for that poor boy. Remember that on The Simpsons? That's how I feel mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 There we go. That was pretty nasty. Um, yes, it was. But shit happens. <laughs> but yes, it does. Number five. You're going to like this one, Bucko. Describe oh, Shan as a food. Describe Shan as a food. Hmm. Shout out to Shan. Hmm. She be potted. Hmm. She, Shan is like an avocado. Okay, elaborate. Shan is like a, a avocado. Like she, like when when you initially like get into Shan, you're like dang, like she, she's kind of hard. Like you know, it's just like just aggressive. And then like over time, like she softens up, and you're like, you know what? Like this is, you know, it's ready to serve. It's ready to like eat, you know, pause. Cause somebody's gonna be like, what do you mean by that? But like, you know, she's ready to be digested. And as a black female content creator, like she is like a lot of people just don't have the palate for the type of honesty she has, just like avocados. Some people love, you know, avocados. Some people hate it. But the thing is she's versatile, just like an avocado. You can go and put that shit on toast. You can go and make guacamole with it. You can go and put it in a salad. You can eat it just by itself. But when it comes to Shan, the good thing with avocado and her is like, it's not just the versatility. It's the fact that it like, it makes things better. Regardless of what you put it on, like it actually makes that plate better. She makes podcasting better. She makes me better when it comes to like podcasting. She's made all of us collectively go together. And I personally feel like the people who really don't understand Shane or don't get Shane, they're cilantro. Nobody fucking likes cilantro. They tolerate it, but nobody really fucks with it. So I'm gonna leave that there. Aw, she gets it. Okay. Next one. Shout out to mm-hmm. Shane, because she gets it. Gigi, you gotta describe Gigi as an electronic. Mm. Damn, as an electronic. Did I say say electronic or did I say electric? Okay. Um, Okay. You did say electronic. Again, a little bit of buzz. You know, a little bit of buzz. But um, as an electronic, Gigi would be a pair of headphones. Okay. Okay. Elaborate. Because, like, a good pair of he- headphones obviously have volume control, they're Bluetooth so they can get around everywhere, they, they probably have, like, active noise cancellation, and more importantly, like, they're priced, like, in different varieties, but the best ones usually cost the most. And somebody would say that's not always true. It is. Um, if you've ever listened to, like, a $20 pair of headphones versus a $200 
pair of headphones, you can tell the difference. Gigi is that difference. Like she's one of those like determining factors when you go into a Best Buy. You're like, yeah, I'm going to buy them Apple like wired headphones. It's like, no, I'll just get the AirPod Pros. They better. They last longer. They Bluetooth. They more versatile. Gigi's that. Sometimes like Gigi, she doesn't even say anything. Just like a pair of AirPods. Like sometimes they just in your ear because they just make the aesthetic look better. That's Gigi. She don't even be having to say stuff half the time. And you're like, you know what? You feel her presence when she's in the room. So for me, headphones easily. She alright. <laughs> she alright. You know what I'm saying? If you mm-hmm. ask me, I'm just asking for a friend. That's it. That's it. Absolutely. All right. Now you got to describe Drake as a mm-hmm. mood. M O O D. Mood. Mm-hmm. Mm. As a mood, dang. Hmm. Drake as a mood would possibly be. Can, can observant be a mood? I think it could. That's being observant. That's, that, is, that's not a mood. That's a. Uh, that's being alert. That, hmm. Okay. What, what, what would be a mood for Drake? You got to set the tone. Is it's a certain tone he set. Mm. But what did it be? Yeah. Hmm. Hey, if you say hmm one more time. <laughs> yeah, when when it comes to like I'm I'm gonna go with I can't even go with happy. I'm gonna go with excited. Excited? Yeah. There you are, Drake. Drake. You're excitement, Bucko. Yeah. Like when when it comes to Drake, and I know I I, I big up my friends and I have to, but with Drake he's not the excitement he he gives the mood so it's like you ever just been around somebody who just like they when they're in the room the room gets a little bit more better and they don't have to be the life of the party about the shit they're just yeah. they're there and it's like oh like they made this a fun experience just by them being there yeah. so not only is he exciting but he brings the excitement yeah. and we all know that with him so that's one of the things i've always like admired about him is because he's one of those presences where it's like he's there we're excited that he's there, but more importantly, we're excited because it's like we know the community we're going to be around is just as comfortable with him as you are. So excitement for me is, is that's Drake. That nigga smile a lot. He he does. Fuck is you so happy he, for? Have you have you seen his TikTok numbers? There'd be some women in there and I'd be like, OK. Oh, no, he going to hey, the nigga is going to get followers. Oh, the coat that oh. he builds. Oh, he's yeah. good. He he's up Man, there. I, he's up there with the with the Jeffrey Dahmer. Like he's up there. Wow. He's wow. up there as far as coat coat wise. Come on, my nigga. I follow yeah. him on every platform. Yo, I'm I'm waiting for the him to start selling soaps. You. Yeah, he's up there. I don't know. He yeah. he'll snatch you in. He'll snatch you mm-hmm. in. Like that nigga just got content. And he always telling everybody good morning. Good morning to you. Like, you got to beat that nigga to the good morning. Number six, Greggy. I mean, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Before I get to number six, you got to describe me. Oh, it's my turn. <laughs> you got to um, describe me as a movie. As movie. a movie. Movie. As a movie. As a movie. Hmm. And you got to rate it. Got to put a rating on there. As a movie ironically, I would say you would be New Jersey Drive. Elaborate. Yes. You're New Jersey Drive. A lot of a, a lot of people have seen this movie. They all like they know it's a good movie. And you have to tell them, like, oh, like, it's in my top five. Everybody knows it's like, okay, like when it comes to Baylor, it's like, all right, like he's in our top five. It, when it comes to podcasters, just like New Jersey Drive, people will say like, you know, a whole bunch of other movies. But when you talk about New Jersey Drive, you're like, all right, had a, a good beginning, middle and end. Yeah. Like, you know, when I talk about it being like that movie, people are probably thinking violence and all the other stuff. Like, no, like it's still one cohesive story that tells a lesson. And with you, you're New Jersey Drive. Like there might be a little bit of chaos and there might be a lot of story elements that you might not get the first time. But you just got to keep replaying. You got to keep coming back. So that's why I keep coming back to BTG for president. So you, you got to be New Jersey Drive. And it's one of my favorite movies. So. I feel I feel like 4K has stolen at least seven cards in his life. 
before he became a podcaster? I, I, I don't know, man. Like, he be... He, he I think so, all the like, Jersey niggas. So. I, I think Gigi, them uh, just uh, just having a conversation as niggas. I think all. I think that I think there's a uh, on the itinerary. You like you got to start and before orientation. You got to steal a car. Mm. I think that's part what? of like Jersey's like way of living. Is you got to like just out here in California. You know, this is the state of avocados. You know what I'm saying? Mm. We got the bear. You know, um, just just a lot of just different shit. You know, I think yeah. when you think of New Jersey, I think you think of car theft. Because this is why yeah. you can't pump your own gas in Jersey. You can't pump your own yeah. gas in Jersey. It's illegal. Well, I just I'm not too fond of Jersey, and I'm not going to say what parts of Jersey outside of Metuchen because Metuchen is just like a, a passion but, town. But, but, Jer- but Jersey and 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 and. In Washington D.C., y'all listen to the same type of music, though. Y'all listen to the that's a lot. No, 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 no. That's a lot. Jersey, you don't listen to that. No, that. Now here's the thing. You like Drake's album? His last album? Yeah, his album was pretty fire. But you know, I'm actually kind of a fan of Drake. But I'm gonna leave that where it is. When it comes to Jersey music, Jersey music it's unique in its own right. But what you're talking about is Baltimore club music. Now those two are very similar. So you have Baltimore club music. You have the like the Jersey music, like the house music. I don't want to call it Jersey music, but you got house music and then you have go-go. So go-go, the shit sounds like people are beating on trash cans, but it has like congos and, you know, pianists and stuff like that. So it sounds like a cohesive cover of a song. House music is more so like that. Oots, oots, oots. And then Baltimore club music, it's oots, 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 but then it has like a rhythmic pattern that you would actually party to. So if you're going to do a drug, um, you're definitely taking an edible in New Jersey. You're probably doing shrooms in Baltimore, and you're probably just smoking weed in a go-go in D.C. That's the best way I can explain it. Now, now that's crazy because I didn't ask you for no motherfucking history lesson. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what can I say? No, that's dope. That's dope. That's dope. And you know what? Low-key, I like go-go music. I just don't have it on my, on my phone. But I dance to yeah. it though. I think y'all be off some different edibles out there. Um, yeah. Number six, and we coming up on the end. Okay. How come you're surrounded by great indie podcasters, but won't build a dominant network with them? That was because, a fan, that was a fan question too. Oh well, here's the thing. I work with Shan. I do podcast episodes with you. I'm going to do one with Drake. My issue as a podcaster. Is something that somebody told me that I need to be more conscious of, and that's being selfish. Um, as a independent content creator, as a podcaster, selfish, uh, selfish. I've been drinking Come on now. Yeah, as a selfish podcaster, <laughs> um, you're crazy, man. But yeah, for me, um, I have to learn to be more selfish because I've had a habit of attempting to do shows with people. Um, that are new to podcasting. So that's actually been my problem instead of being uh, the solution, which is working with established podcasters. Like I would love to work with, you know, Jay and people like that, but it's also like, I have to read the room and my content might not be their content. So we might not be in the same lane. Um, Even like with like, forget that you and stuff like that. Certain things that they would talk about, I wouldn't talk about and vice versa. We can listen to the same things and enjoy the same things, but we may not be cohesive on a microphone together. Now, Stone, that's not saying. Stone said that he watches every uh, porn genre a year. Well, well, here's the thing. If we ever did one of those type of shows, it would probably get canceled because Stone and I would literally have a talk about like, if we did a podcast episode, it would start with like the the Jet Beauty of the Week or like the porn star of the past, right? Yo, Jet, like, yo, Jet Beauty. I mean, Jet Beauty of the Week used to be mm-hmm. fire, bro. Yeah. And what was it? Page thirty five. Now, see, I don't know why you would remember that page number, but because you know they what? talked about the occupation, and it always be it'd be a woman named mm-hmm. it'd be like Tina Watson, thirty three. Oh, okay. And it'd be like some okay. crazy like cybersecurity officer. Okay, so we're just gonna call you Sticky Man Thirty Five from now on. That's your 
just got sticky jet magazine pages, but okay. Um, but to answer your question though, when it comes to like me, why haven't I like worked with established podcasters? It's honestly because I enjoy their content so much. Like if I joined forces with them or if I started to do things, I feel like it would kind of like ruin the experience for me. Like I've reached out to other podcasters and I, like for help and things like Damn, that. You just friends like, oh. on them niggas. You basically say like you're you're cool, but you're not cool enough to date. <laughs> No, no, no. Like I, I would lo- like you ever just like you listen to a podcast I'm like, yo, I, I would be a good guest on there, but I wouldn't be a good co-host because I talk a lot. Number one. And two, like I come to your show to listen to your content, not to be a part of it. So a lot of my shows, even though some of them need to come back, you know, uh, where's my 40 acres again, straight out of low cash. There's quite a few of y'all who I actually get frustrated with because like I know they got families and lives and stuff like that, but I want an episode. But I couldn't coexist being a part of this show because I that's told you, shit. hey, as long as you make that content, nigga, they don't care about yeah. they don't care about shit. Just make sure you put that dope out. They don't care about nothing else. As long right, as you so, put that dope out. Well, here's here's the smoke. So, Gigi, if you would Damn. love to, you know, do something, we need to do something. Call Jay, it out name. If you want to do something, let's do something. Like Paco, you, me, and Shan, we good. Drake, you already know. Hey, shout then, out to Paco. Yeah, who who else we got? That's Paco ain't called me in a long me. time. I don't think he liked me. Oh, well, see, that's because you light skin and you watch midget porn. But that's, Man, that's no, I'm yeah. darker. I'm like I'm yeah. like okay, I'm you, like you I'm like cornbread that was left in the oven just a little bit too long, like like a, a minute okay, and thirty seven so seconds longer than it what it should have been. So you California chocolate is what you saying? Okay, cool. I, California I chocolate, yo, that's a dope. Co- that would be a dope color. Yeah. Is that a real color? California chocolate? I'm about to write that down. California chocolate? Man, I'm about to put that on the shirt. Man, I got to give you some credit on that one. But there's a few podcasters for me I would love to work with. Obviously, if y'all want to work with me, I'm just let you know now. Like, just hit me up. Yeah, hit him up for all that freaky shit. California chocolate. I like that. I like that. Wrote that down in my notes. I'm still in that, nigga. Mm-mm-mm. All right, last question. Number seven. Mm-hmm. If you had to convince God you belong in heaven, what would you say? I treated everybody fair, and I've never done anybody wrong. That's That's it? That's like, I don't think God needs a lot of explaining. He's been here. He's seen these things. Like, it's one of those things where he's asking because he wants you to be genuine with the answer. And that's the most genuine answer I can give. Somebody would probably have some long, like, thesis. It's like, yo, like, you've been watching. And I know you're busy. You got a whole bunch of other people to look at. But it's like, have I given you any problems? Probably not. And you already know the end of the road, like, boys to men. So, you tell me where I messed up, but One more time, why I would want to go in, or you know, my not excuse, not, not my excuse, but why I would want to get into heaven is because honestly, I, I hope that I meet the people that were in my life that they are no longer here, and I can honestly just just witness them again, and I know they're in a good place. So that would more so be my answer. Because I don't know the the heaven and hell dynamic, but I do know that good people all go to the same place. And that's where I want to be at the end of the day. Wow. That was prolific. Looks like you're getting in there, buddy. I hope so. That was, that was, that was, that was, that was great. That was phenomenal. I think I, I, I don't know. I might have to talk to Jesus about this because you know Jesus is on his way back. Like, no, yeah, that um, nigga's doing more than he's doing. He's doing that. that like, he's not jogging anymore. This yeah, is, this is he, a nice he, little he, sprint to back to his here uh, planet Earth because these motherfuckers yeah. is tripping. He's he's on his way back. He's catching. Yeah, he over. needs to bring the flood. He definitely needs to bring the okay, flood. Okay, so here's the thing: Why do we have to? Why do we have to to drown to learn the lesson? Um, because like every other way of like dying from what everybody says, it's like it doesn't give you the opportunity of a second chance. But I don't 
is like, yo, that's gonna be the biggest surf day in planet history, and I'm I don't, I don't think we should we should be I don't think we have to go through that. Like, yo, just have well, certain we, people go surfing that day. No, nah, it's just gonna be a wop day. Like, well, like what Megan, if I what if I've been down? You know, I, I've been ten toes down. I've been straight. Like, why are you taking your homie out? <coughs> what I do in the. In theory, though, like if you had all the natural disasters and stuff like that in order to like have that happen, you would want to go by like a flood or a drown. It's going to be instant. You you might like have five seconds or whatever before you actually realize like if you're drowning. But versus like the suffering of burning alive, you got the suffering of like falling off of something, and more importantly, just like you know some type of like object hitting you and just like doing some type of harm, like. I would like to think since we come into the world from some source of water, that would kind of like be the natural way to go out, right? Um, no, nah, just snap your fingers like, uh, like what you call it, like Thor. Just get that. Sh- I'm not Thor. Um, what's ugly dude? Right? Thanos. Yeah, just snap yeah. your fingers like Thanos. Just get it out the way. What we do? Well, I mean. I've already said the way I would personally like to go is post-nut clarity. I would hope to have, like, the most, like, massive orgasm on planet Earth and then just let it be that. Like, you know what? Like, if this is how I went, like, put it on the stone. Like, you know what? Came in hard, left that way. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greg, it's been a pleasure, man. Um, I think think you survived the the seven-piece uh, gauntlet I put you through. You did it I, as as I thought you would. You know what I'm saying? I had to spice it up just a little bit, turn the heat up just a little bit. I think this is about to be one of the funniest episodes I've done in a very long time. Oh, uh, and I all I, I give I got to give most of the credit. Like when you talk about having a phenomenal guest on, and they know how to uh, just catch the vibes and the chemistry is there. You got to give most of the credit to the edible that I took. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because absolutely, it's it's just, it's, it's, it's kicking me in, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we know what Baylor's gonna be doing tonight. He he's definitely gonna be searching for Bridget the Midget. Yo, I gotta finish. Four, six, I gotta, under. Yo, I think that's real. Bridget the Midget is real, right? Yes. I, I don't know if she's still alive, but yes. Wow, uh, that just went. That was, that went that but was, you you know, like midgets are little people. Yeah, but little people are like considered like five eleven and shorter. And there are a lot of people in the world who are honestly like four eleven that classify themselves as five feet. And so. thank you for coming out, everybody. Before we get canceled. <laughs> I'm going to say this was a phenomenal episode. Greg, you haven't you you haven't been on the podcast in a while, man. I remember. Mm-hmm. I want to say. I want to. I want to say one of the last podcasts we had, or did I do a? Or did I don't know if I did an episode with. Was it with you, or was it for your network? I remember yes. around. Yeah. I'm, the last time I remember we did a show. Um, you actually went four for five for the doper notes. This is on Young Black and Bobbitt. Um, I also have to give you your credit because you were the only person that has gotten that many doper notes that were consistently like winners. Stone gave me a few and those are some duds. I know Drake gave me a few and I was just like, they didn't really like it. And some people in the chats, they didn't like it as well. But you've had a lot of hits when it comes to doper note. We would like to classify you as the R&B king, even though you and I still have to have our versus battle, because I feel like you did your boy wrong a couple episodes ago because he definitely was giving you the business when it came to R&B. But you know how you oh. get down. So, mm-hmm. oh, you that, was that the was that? No, that was. Oh, my God. Was her, uh, that was the Michael Jackson and Prince episode. Yeah. Britt is. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about Britt. She's a hater. Okay, mm. that's what she is, and she does it well. Like her, like her ability to go by the policy of hating is, mm-hmm. yo, it's like second to none. Got to be employee of the month. Mm. Yeah, I said it. So you, you should do an episode with her again because I would love to hear it. 
Oh, you know um, what's crazy? Her episode drops uh dropped already. Your your episode mm-hmm. is actually a week after hers, and that means okay. she'll be dropping this Thursday. Okay. Well, if I could make a suggestion, you two pick a state that either you've never been to, like, or you plan on going to, and taking five songs from that state and making a playlist out of it and compete to see which one is better. She not. I don't think she ready for like. Like I'm really good. Nah. She she put a hurting on you, bro. She did. No, I'm really it, good. It was though. bad. I'm really good. Nah, she she really hurt you that episode. I was like, oh yeah, she she's putting in work. So yeah. I mean, what you want to do? I, if I could pick the artist, I would. But I just rather Brit Brit actually just beat up on you a little bit. So you let me know when that happens, so I can be there live. I'm just say this. I'm just say this. Um, like Drake don't want no. He don't want no smoke. You don't want no smoke. Britt don't want no smoke. 12 Cal don't want no smoke. D Spence don't want no smoke. I said that. Okay. Uh, no, I said that. Okay. Um, so are we doing R&B or rap? If, well, if, I, do? if I do R&B, I'm 4-0 skunking every, every name that I just said. What? what nigga? Man, if, if you skunk me in a versus for R&B... I almost guarantee I will wear a LeBron James jersey. I almost guarantee it. Actually, I will buy a Lakers jersey of your choosing. It could be the sorriest. It could be who? Who is that? Uh, it could be a Steve Nash jersey from X amount of years ago. I will wear that. I'll wear a Carl Malone Lakers jersey if you beat me in a versus battle. But it won't happen. Don't want to lose that bet essay. Just let you know. And I'll take a photo of it, and I will make it my profile photo for a month. But, but, if you lose, Baylor, mm-hmm. if you lose, mm-hmm. you have to wear a, and buy a Paul Pierce jersey. Not anybody else, just a Paul Pierce jersey, because I'm picking a player. And it has to be your profile photo for a month. And you have to pin the tweet of you wearing the jersey. And I'll do the same thing. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to think about this. Mm-hmm. Because you, you know. Yeah, you can't you can't use Victoria Monet for, you know, five straight rounds. So I'm just letting you know that now. That's cool. Hey, you don't threaten me, brother. <laughs> right. Okay, we're going to see. That's what I'm talking about, man. Y'all niggas better start paying some goddamn respect. Some respects mm-hmm. around here. Right. All right, Greg. Thank you very kindly. I'm what I'm about to go do now is probably go enjoy the rest of this high. Okay. I'm gonna go watch oh, Kanan. Um I'm an episode behind and I gotta go find something else to watch on on our phone. Oh yeah, I'm I'm probably about two episodes uh behind on Atlanta. I heard Atlanta is hilarious. Uh yes. so I need to tap into that. Um Okay, thank you for being on the show, and you go ahead and get you some rest. Absolutely. Last thing I say, um, forget that, yo. Damn. I'm coming for y'all ass. Gunshots, gunshots, Period. gunshots. Joe Button gunshots. <laughs>